Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Roastmasters Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Mossuller. Along with me, Brandon King, as always, and we got our good friend Garrett Harrison back for this week. So it should be an exciting episode. We took a week off for week 10, but that's all right. We're back for week 11. We had to take our bye week this past week, and it was well enjoyed. So we're going to look back on week 10 and uh, talk about a couple of those games before moving on to week 11. Hopefully we can get you some sports bets locks as well. And we'll take a look at our rankings between the three of us to see how we are doing on the year so far with our picks. So let's jump back to week 10. And on Thursday night, we had the Dolphins upsetting the Ravens at home 22 to 10. The Titans over the Saints 23 to 21. The Bills destroyed the Jets 45-17. Lions and Steelers, what a disappointing game there. It resulted in a tie 16-16. The Colts versus the Jaguars. The Colts barely hung on to defeat the Jaguars 23-17. Washington and Tampa Bay. Washington uh, destroyed Tampa Bay, not expecting a double-digit loss 29-19 for Tom Brady. Patriots demolished the Browns 45 to seven Cowboys demolished the Falcons 43 to three. Another big win. The Panthers upsetting the Cardinals 34 to 10. Obviously the Cardinals were without Hopkins and Murray. The Vikings defeated the Chargers in LA 27 to 20. The Packers blanked the Seahawks 17, nothing Eagles over the Broncos 30 to 13. The chiefs went on to out to Las Vegas and they took care of the Raiders 41-14 and the 49ers with a huge victory over the Rams 31 to 10 and that's your week 10 at a glance there take a look at the standings from week 10 i went 7-6 and 1 Garrett and Brandon 6-7 and 1 that was the first under 500 of the year we had so far it was a rough week for all of us and a lot of upsets but when we take a look at the overall standings me and Garrett tied 95 wins, 54 losses, and uh, a tie if you count in that Steelers Lions tie. Brandon is only two games behind us, 93 and 56. So, still a close race to the end of the year. But, uh, Brandon, we got to take a look back at week 10 and just talk about it. What something that stood out to you, maybe a game that you like before we move on to week 11? Oh, God. Um, uh... I could go on and on and on. This was the week of upsets. But what really made me angry was the Pittsburgh Steelers-Detroit Lions game. Oh, God, Garrett, please don't. Please don't urinate your pants. But I've got one question. What the hell is that? What the hell? You freaking kidding me? No, we're not kidding you, Stephen. <laughs> How does a game go 16 and 16? What is with the tie? It seemed like as if nobody wanted to win. Pittsburgh didn't want to win. Detroit didn't want to win. That's what makes it a tie. Nobody wanted to win. I get there was field conditions. I get that it was rainy. I get that the ball was slippery. I get that Heinz Field's not the best place to play, but my gosh, 
I would have rather Detroit take the win and cut my losses, but now you're going into the Chargers with the tie. That doesn't look good, which means Pittsburgh's pretty much going to have to play and win out the rest of their games to account for this tie because that tie might come back to bite them in the butt now. I don't know what happened out there. That was just a bad game. I mean, you can't even put that on Mason Rudolph. He tried. I mean, the defense, they tried, but nothing clicked. Nothing happened. It's, uh, oh, God. Oh, Lord. It, 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 was, it was a massacre. It was a massacre. I, I, I never would have thought in all my years I'd be sitting up looking at a game that is a massacre. I really thought that game was nothing more than a massacre. <sighs> and again, in the illustrious words of Stephen A. What the hell was that? What the hell? You freaking kidding me? Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, <laughs> thank you, Brandon. That was <laughs> good, good, uh, good way to start off the podcast. I like it. Um, I don't know. The game that stood out to me the most, I think, is uh, with Cam Newton coming back and playing for Carolina and pretty much going out there and just destroying Arizona. And you know, everyone can argue, well, they didn't have Kyler Murray, they didn't have DeAndre Hopkins, but they play offense, so even if you had those two. Yes, but your defense, Arizona, still let up 34 points. Like, that's that's not good. That's not good at all. Um, so you got a lot of other issues to figure out um, besides your offense without Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. So And Cam Newton looked good. I think it might be Cam Newton's little revenge, uh, revenge tour. Um, I'm kind of hoping he has a little back, bounce back with his old team. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if we saw, you know, a little bit of a fall off too with Cam Newton, but I'm, I'm hoping the best for the guy because uh, he, 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 he needs it right now. But yeah, that game, that game was, that game was a little, I didn't think it was going to be like that, but it was definitely a good game to watch. Brandon love how you started off the show. Uh, a great way to do it there. Cam Newton's return. What was that? Something special. Him finding the end zone was great. Again, a lot of upsets going into week 10 or or during week 10 that were were surprising. I think that was the biggest story. Washington over the Buccaneers was one that wasn't expected. Panthers over the Cardinals, not as much, but by that score, that was surprising. 49ers over the Rams. I mean, the 49ers looked really good over a Rams team. Uh, the Patriots destroying the Browns. I think that tells a lot in that game. That's why that game stood out to me the most. The the Patriots are on a winning streak. They look good. Mac Jones looks good. The Browns losing streak. They look re- bad. I mean, they they well they did beat the the Bengals the week before, um, but still the the Browns aren't looking up to par. They're not being able to put up the points. And the Patriots, I think that really just shows how good of a team that they really are. I mean, they they defeated the Panthers a week ago, 24-6. to six, And then they do this to the Browns. 
And they went into L.A. the week prior, two weeks ago, and took care of the Chargers. Like, they're they're beating some good teams. They, they beat the Jets three weeks ago by 41. So they're taking care of the bad teams. They're beating the good teams. This Patriots team is coming alive at a good time. So I think that's that's a, a tall tale right there to, to say. And, and right now they're up by a field goal here towards the end of the first quarter against the Falcons. But this Patriots team and Mac Jones, man, defensively number two in the nation in fantasy. And Mac Jones coming alive. The running game is phenomenal. Stevenson last week went off for 30 fantasy points. The Patriots are the real deal, and they're coming alive at the right time. So we'll see if they can continue uh, this streak uh, for the playoff run that will be uh, coming uh, we're we're over halfway done with the season going into week 11 here. So that is week 10 for you, just in a little glimpse. And we're going to close out week 10, moving on to week 11. Last week, no sports bets for you, obviously, because we didn't have the podcast. Um, but we're going to have a couple. Hopefully, that'll make up for it in week 11. And we start with Thursday night, even though this is when the podcast is coming out. And obviously, I said uh, that is the end of the first quarter for the uh, Patriots versus the Falcons. Um, that the Patriots up, but the Patriots going in six and a half point favorites on the road. They're six and four. Atlanta's four and five. The over under at 47. Garrett, who do you like winning this one? Uh, I'm going to keep this short and sweet because I don't think there's much to talk about this game. Uh, the Patriots should definitely just take this game easily. No doubt they don't win this game. I and mean, I, know, I know it's only a field goal up right now, but I just give them some time and they should just blow Atlanta out of the water. There's no reason why they shouldn't. Wow. Uh, yeah. Right now, for those of you that are wondering, on a Thursday night, uh, wherever you're listening um, to right now, it is 3 nothing. Right now, New England, I say New England closes this deal tonight and wins by a score of 27 to 10. Uh, they should get this because I don't trust Atlanta at all. Atlanta's gone down the tubes. I'm sorry. I like the Patriots easily in this one. I didn't place a bet prior to recording this podcast, but I would have taken New England to cover that six and a half point spread. I think that was going to be a lock bet. The over under of 47. I like the under uh, New England is going to put up points, but their defense is fantastic. Atlanta struggling to put up points as of late, which will make it hit the under, but New England all day. Let's move on to Sunday afternoon, the one o'clock games. And we have the Detroit Lions at the Cleveland Browns. Right now, Cleveland is a heavy 11 and a half point favorite at home. Not sure if Nick Chubb is going to be playing or not. He is still recovering from COVID. They're leaning more towards that he will play. Baker Mayfield questionable as well. Detroit obviously coming off that sad tie and Pittsburgh. So, Brandon. Detroit, Cleveland, over under 43 and a half. Who you taking? Ugh, oh, God. I'm almost, I'm almost uh, wanting to say that this game's going to end up in a tie because I don't trust either team. But for the purposes of my sanity, give Detroit their first win. Let Detroit beat Cleveland. I, I'll take Detroit to win this one 23 17. 
Um, see, okay. I would take Detroit this game if Jared Goff played a little bit better last week. But Jared Goff looked like butt. He didn't throw the ball very well. He actually didn't throw the ball a lot at all. He said that his back was bothering him, but he was still going to play. And they really heavily relied on that run game, which the run game did amazing in the first half. But then the Steelers stopped it, slowed it down. And near the end, Goss had to throw the ball a little bit, which he looked decent. He looked good. But I just don't think I going into the dog pound, you know, Baker's going to want to have he's a bounce back. That front defensive line is very good. You're not going to run on them very well, I don't think. I think they're, these guys are going to try to bounce back this week. So I'm going to take Cleveland. But Detroit, I'm rooting for you still. I'm hoping you get your first win. Yeah, I agree. Rooting for Detroit. I actually think that they cover that 11 and a half. That's pretty high um, versus a very banged up Cleveland team. But ultimately, I think Cleveland wins this game. I, I just think that they're, this is going to be a game where they need to bounce back, especially after that disappointing uh, week last week uh, when they lost by almost 40 to the Patriots. So I think Detroit makes it interesting, but ultimately Cleveland closes us out. I'm taking Cleveland to win, Detroit to cover the 11 and a half. The over-under at 43 and a half is enticing uh, to play the over, but I'm playing the under. Um, I think that it won't be that high scoring of a game. So play the under in this one, but I'm going Cleveland. San Francisco versus Jacksonville, the four and five 49ers versus the two and seven Jags. The 49ers go on the road as six and a half point favorites. The over under at 47 after San Francisco took down the tough Rams team. Jacksonville looking to bounce back or I, I think actually they, yeah, they bounced back. They gave the Colts a game last week, 23 to 17, but now they're home versus the 49ers. So Garrett, is there any way the four, the Jaguars pulled this one out? You know, the Jags have been looking better and better each and every week, a little, at least a little bit. Um, but I just think San Francisco looked really, really good against, uh, a really good Rams team. And I just don't think Trevor Lawrence is going to have a that great of a game against uh, San Francisco. And I, I can, I can just see this game. It could, it, it could go to what two or two ways here. It's going to be either close or San Francisco is going to blow them out. There's no like, Oh, you know, Jacksonville had a chance. They only lost by 10. No, it's either going to be Jacksonville loses by, you know, 20 plus, or it's going to come down to, like a you know a one possession game. That's that's what pretty much this game is going to come down to. But San Francisco all the way. I'm shocked that they're giving Jacksonville six out of the gate. I'm really shocked. I'll make this comment about Jacksonville, and then I got another comment. Here's here it is. That trash. They stink. So with that being said, give me San Francisco to win this game 37 to 10. Wow. <laughs> Love the Stephen A there. But it's, uh, I, I agree. San Francisco minus six and a half is a solid bet here down in Jacksonville. But the bet that I am locking in as my first lock of the week is the under this game of 47 points. Why is that? Well, we take a look at points per game. And San Francisco's right in the middle, about 23 
points per game, 24 points per game. Uh, but Jacksonville, they are the second worst team as far as points per game with 16. So I think it's going to be a very low scoring game. 47 is a very high number for that. So I'm locking in the under as a lock bet of the week. But give me San Francisco to win for them to cover the six and a half and again, play the under. Indianapolis at Buffalo should be a good one. The six and three Bills hosting the five and five Colts. Buffalo seven-point favorites at home. The under over-under is at 50 and a half. Back to Brandon. Do the Bills get it done at home? Why not? Um, the Bills have been doing well th- this whole season. So give me the Bills over Indianapolis. It should be a p- competitive game. But I got the Bills um, winning this one, 20, 37-23. I... I... It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a close game. It's actually gonna probably be one of the better games of the week. Indi- Indianapolis is looking pretty decent recently, um, and Jonathan Taylor has been looking really good. You know he he's on pace he's on pace for a really good strong finish to the season, and uh, and everything. But I just think going to Buffalo, Buffalo is pretty solid. You know they're they just destroyed the uh, the Jets. I think. And uh, it's just, I just think there's no, there's no reason why they don't get the dub done up there. Um, but I guess game could, this game could go either way, in my opinion. I think it, it all depends what, what Buffalo team we see. You're going to see the Buffalo team that played the Jets, or you're going to see the Buffalo team that played Jacksonville. You know, you just never know. Yeah, it's tough to say um, what team we're going to see, but definitely a close game. Um, I could see it being closer than a touchdown, but I, I would play Buffalo money line. That's what I would play in this game. I think Buffalo does win, but it's, I, I would stay away from that line. If I had to play it, I'd say Buffalo covers the over under of 50 and a half. I'd slightly play the over cause I think they're going to put up points. Um, but ultimately the safest bet to play here is Buffalo money line. And as they're only favored by seven, it shouldn't be too bad. Maybe a minus 250, minus 300 or so uh, on the money line for you, which is not too bad if you're playing a parlay. So if you want to throw that in there, why not? But I like Buffalo at home. Miami at the Jets, two and seven, three and seven, a very poor divisional game. Right now, Miami is three and a half, fa- three and a half point favorites on the road. It appears that if Joe Flacco, he's going to get the start for the Jets. This week, the over-under at 44-and-a-half. Garrett, who wins this sloppy, bad, poor game? See, I, I like the way the Jets been playing. They, they look, they've been looking all right. You know, even though they got blown out last week, they still put up 17 points. I like the way they played against Cincinnati and everything, but I just – I'm going to go with Miami. My gut's telling me to go with Miami, and my brain – and my brain's telling me to go with the Jets, and my brain right now is not in a good place because I've been working so much. So I'm gonna go with my gut. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take Miami, like 100%. I don't like this game at all. As a matter of fact, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Oh God. Um, I don't like this game at all. Um, I don't know. Who's going to win this match? Because both teams are just that bad. Something tells me the Jets should. Another says Miami should. I don't know who's going to win. 
For the simple fact, it's Joe Flacco, and he knows what he's doing. Give me the Jets. So give me the Jets to win this one. Uh, 2017. Uh, this game does suck, Brandon. <laughs> Pulling out the butthead. Uh, not a game that I'm going to be watching. Um, it's a coin flip game. It's a game that I'm staying away from embedding if you're looking at picking a team to win or for the money line. But another lock for me is going to be the under in this game as well. 44 and a half points. Both teams are averaging 17 to 18 points a game. One of the worst uh, offenses, both for both teams uh, in the whole league. So I think 44 and a half is just a little bit too much. Um, and I'm going to go with Miami to win a close game, Jets to cover, and the under. We'll just we'll just put it that way. Um, but definitely not a game uh, that I will be watching. A, a very good, tough game to call next is Washington at Carolina. Uh, both teams coming off huge wins, Carolina versus the um, Arizona Cardinals and Washington against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Carolina five and five, Washington three and six. Carolina is a three point favorite at home. The over under at 43 points. Boy, Brandon, this is a tough one to pick. Should be an interesting close game, but who are you taking? I like this matchup uh, for the simple reason that Washington, while their record uh, shows that they're not uh, in favor of winning it, their defense has been winning, um, been keeping them in games. That's how they were able to beat. Um, Tampa Bay because of their defense so it's going to be a close one but I think Carolina um, sneaks by and gets with this one 23-20 yeah I, th I think this is going to be a very very close game actually it's probably going to be one of the better games to watch uh, at, throughout the week this week coming up uh, just because it's such going to be such a defensive battle I think um, but I, I, I like uh, I like the Panthers right now. I think I think uh, the team is morale has been boosted uh, after that big win last week with Cam Newton back. You know Robbie Anderson looks like he's smiling more on the side on the sidelines. So uh, I'm going to take Carolina to to definitely uh, win this one. I'm going Carolina at home too. Um, I like them to cover and to win. I think this is a lower scoring defensive battle. You take a look at these teams, both averaging around 20 points a game. The over-under would say to play the under. I'm favoring the under more. I'm not locking it in, but if I were, were betting on this game, that's probably the way I would go. Um, Carolina, man, they, they need this one with Christian McCaffrey. I think this would be another big win for them. They were starting off the season so hot, then they wanted a bad losing streak and, now they have a chance to get back on the winning streak after uh, defeating the Arizona Cardinals. So I like Carolina at home in this one. Baltimore at Chicago. Baltimore five and a half point favorites on the road versus a three and six Chicago Bears team. Uh, the over under is at 45 right now. Garrett, does the Ravens get it done on the road? Uh, yes, I think that I think they got a bounce back week here, though. I wouldn't really underestimate Chicago. Uh, they're one of those teams where you just don't know. Um, I mean, crap. Look how they played against Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh lets any team stay close. I mean, let's be honest with ourselves. Pittsburgh is the most weirdest team in the NFL known to man. They just let they let teams that shouldn't be anywhere near them. And Chicago is one of them. 
So who knows how this game's going to go, but I'm going to take the Ravens. I sh- that should be a for sure a for sure win for them, a big bounce back week for them, but you, you just never know how it's going to go. Baltimore should win, but I'll be honest with you guys. I don't know what's going on with Baltimore lately. Baltimore's been hot, then they've been cold, then they've been freezing, then they get hot, then they get cold, then they get freezing, then they get cold, then they get freezing, then they get freezing, then they get hot. So I don't know what Baltimore team is going to show up. But style and playing alone, give me Baltimore over Chicago 24-17. Yeah, I like Baltimore in this one. I think that they bounce back in a big way, especially after that terrible loss to Miami. Um, it's going to be a close game because it's in Chicago. Chicago will will play the Ravens tough. Um, but ultimately, I think this is the bounce-back game for Baltimore uh, and a must-win to keep track of first place in the AFC North. So give me Baltimore to win. Uh, I will have them slightly to cover that five-and-a-half. And the over-under, yeah, I'd play the under in this one as well. I think this will be a lower-scoring game. The Saints at the Eagles. The Eagles coming off a big win against the Broncos. They're four and six against the Saints, who almost got the job done against the tough Titans team. They're five and four. Philadelphia does get the two-point advantage at home over under at 43 and a half. Brandon, another close, tough game. Who pulls it out? Uh, man, this one's going to be tough, too, uh, because both teams look like they could get the job done. It's going to be tight. It's going to be a very tight game. But give me Philadelphia just because they're at home 26-24. But who's Philly playing? The Saints. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah. Man, the Saints are kind of banged up back there at quarterback, and that's that's my biggest concern. Um, You know, I – I'm, I'm going to go with what I did with my, my, my work buddies on our parlay we do every week. Uh, we pick the Saints just because we think overall they're just the better team, even with a backup. But Philadelphia is looking pretty decent recently, and that makes me nervous. But I'm going to go. I'm going to keep going with it. I'm going to go with the Saints. Uh, but this game is going to be – it's going to come down probably to a field goal, to be honest. Yeah, very tough one to call here, a very tough one to bet. Um, But I do favor the Saints in this one on the road. They almost beat a Titans team that's just looked phenomenal lately. And uh, looking at the record, you know, eight and two on the season, that that would have been a a huge win for the Saints on the road with a backup quarterback. And you'd be looking at a six and three Saints team uh, tied with a six and three Tampa Bay team. So they, they still have a chance in the division and this is a must win for them. So for that reason, I like the saints to win, to cover the over under at 43 and a half. I think it'll be a little bit over the over. I think that these two teams will, will put up points. So give me the saints to win this one. Next, we have the Tennessee Titans at home versus the one in eight Houston Texans, Tennessee 10-point favorites, obviously trying to continue to roll without their main star, Derrick Henry. The over-under at 44-and-a-half. Do the uh, Titans continue to roll, Garrett? 
I'll make this easy. Titans keep rolling, and Houston's about to get that ass whooped. Easy and done. Man. Tennessee should win this one. Um, I don't even see Houston covering it. So if I had to make a score, I say Tennessee should run away with this one, 37 to 10. Yeah, even without Henry, this is a big win. I'm going to play Tennessee uh, minus 10. I think you can lock that in for another bet. Um, I, I just think it's a blowout win for them versus this poor Texans team over under at 44 and a half. Um, I'd probably slightly play the over because I think Tennessee will get the points up on the board. Um, so give me Tennessee to win at home. The last of the one o'clock games, we have Green Bay at Minnesota. In a divisional game right now, Green Bay eight and two. They are on the they are one and a half point favorites on the road versus the Vikings, who are four and five. The over under 47 and a half. Brandon, who pulls out the divisional win? Woo! See, divisional games are always tough because they can either be really close or they get blown out. But I like Green Bay in this one. So I say Green Bay wins by two touchdowns. So give me Green Bay over Minnesota, 37-23. Man, Minnesota has got to be one of the best teams with a losing record. Like, they're – they, they they are good. They just can't finish. They just cannot finish games, and that's the problem. It is a divisional game, and it's it's at Minnesota, and I want to pick Minnesota, but I feel like Minnesota always finds a way to lose, and that's that's why I just don't want to pick them right yet. I I want them to win, and I feel like that's but honestly, if if you were a betting man, I think I would actually take Minnesota in this game just because you just don't know how it's going to go and you have a potential to win a decent amount of cash. Um, but I'm going to go with the safe bet and say that Green Bay takes this one just because if they win this, then they're just farther farther ahead in the division. And that's just pretty much what they need to pretty much just lock that division up. And I think if they get the job done, that's the, it, the division's over. It, Green Bay has pretty much won that division if they beat Minnesota this week. But Minnesota needs this win more. But Green Bay all the way. Yeah, definitely a close game, and Minnesota's been playing teams tough. I mean, losing by like three, four, five points on a lot of these games uh, against some good opponents too, and they're just not being – they're not able to close out games, and Green Bay is just that good. They are one of the best teams. I think they go to the Super Bowl this year, and – I, I think the one and a half is going to go up a little bit more cl- towards the three. So if you do uh, place a parlay, place it earlier in the week, because I think uh, that that will favor Green Bay a little bit more. So you're going to get the money for it now, obviously, the one and a half. Give me Green Bay to win with by one and a half. I think they end up winning by a field goal over Minnesota at home. Over under at 47 and a half. I think that hits the over. Um, no, Aaron Jones. I think this is AJ Dillon's week. We've seen flashes of him, and boy, is he talented. So I think he goes off this game. Give me Green Bay to win, though, on the road. 
Sunday, four o'clock games. We got three of them, and we're going to start with Cincinnati at the Las Vegas Raiders. Right now, Cincinnati is a one-point favorite on the road against the Las Vegas Raiders. The over-under at 50. Raiders trying to bounce back, obviously, against a very bad loss to the Kansas City Chiefs. Question is, can Cincinnati get it done on the road? Garrett, your thoughts? Yeah, I, I think I think they can. Um, there's a lot of a lot of uh, issues off the field going. I think going around still in that locker room and, and with the Raiders, you know. And um, I, I just I, I think I think that that's going to hold him back a little bit. And since he really needs a bounce back week almost to keep their feet in the divisional race right now because it's pretty tight. Um, so they're going to need this win, I think, more than the Raiders. And even though the Raiders still need it. Um, I, I just I don't know that that offense for the the sense for Cincinnati like when they get going man they 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 are dangerous so uh, I'm gonna take Cincinnati and I think that one point's a little I, I don't know I don't like that I think Cincinnati at least wins by three or three plus yeah um, this one's kind of tough because. I don't know what's going on with the Raiders right now. It, it doesn't look good. It just looks really bad. Uh, Cincinnati seems to be a, a, a strong team, but we don't know. It's going to be close. But I think the Raiders might get it done. But it's going to be it's going to be close. I'll take the Raiders over the Bengals 26-23. I think Cincinnati's the better team, but I think that the Raiders being at home and losing two very bad games, they have something on their shoulder that this is a must-win game. Obviously, Garrett brought up about Cincinnati as well being a must-win, and it is for them too. But the only reason I'm taking the Raiders is because they're at home. If this was in Cincinnati, I would go with the Bengals, but I'm staying away from this game and every aspect of it from a betting standpoint. And I'm sure most people will, there's not enough there to want me to bet this. So I'm going to take the Raiders to cover at home, the over under 50. I would slightly play the under and kind of go from there. So I'm going with the Raiders at home. Arizona is traveling to Seattle in a divisional game. They are one and a half point favorites on the road against a struggling Seattle team who got Russell Wilson back, but wasn't able to find the end zone right now. The over under is at 47 and a half. So Brandon, who wins this divisional game? I don't know if Hopkins and Murray are going to be back this week. Have we heard anything about that? Because if we haven't, then they're questionable still. So I think they've been practicing limited, but I, it's okay. it's it's tough to call right now. So if if those two are not playing, I'm taking Seattle to win this one. I say it's going to be 24-17. Um, I don't know. This is, this is a tough one. Uh, actually, pretty tough with, with those two not playing. I Seattle just does, does not look good, man. They just don't look good. 
I mean, yeah, I understand Russ Wilson came back, but I mean, you got to put some points on the board, at least it's Green Bay. I mean, holy crap, you got to do something. Um, at, at least uh, Arizona scored 10 last week. Um, and Seattle's defense ain't nothing special. I don't think they're that great, to be honest. Um, Jamal Adams only has three interceptions in his, his whole freaking career. He just tied Vince Wilfork for interceptions. Gosh, that's got to be embarrassing, uh, Jamal Adams, that you just tied an defensive lineman in interceptions. Um, and you're apparently one of the best in, in the league. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Arizona. I think I think they get a little bit of a bounce back week, you know, and, and everything. But it's going to be a close game. I think it might be a low-scoring game, but it's going to be a close game. Yeah, I mean, it, this really depends – for me, who wins if if Murray is out, Seattle. Murray plays Arizona. Seattle is just very poor. This is a big win for them, um, but that's kind of how I look at it now. So because of that, I'm going to say Seattle. They bounce back. They win. The defense didn't look terrible versus this good Green Bay team. Um, Arizona looks very bad without Murray and Hopkins. Russell Wilson back. This is a statement win. So. Give me Seattle at home. Last of the four o'clock games, we have Dallas at Kansas City. Kansas City, two and a half point favorites at home. This game is probably going to be the game of the week. Um, Dallas continue, looking to continue to roll. And the over-under is at a huge 56 points. So, Garrett, this is, wow, just a, this is going to be a great one. Hard to pick who wins. Who are you taking? Yeah, I know uh, the Chiefs have been looking a little bit better uh, past couple of games, but I don't know. I, I, you know, I hate to say this because we're, we're all Steelers fans and stuff, but I, I'm kind of rooting for Dallas. I think I think Dallas overall is the better team. They they just they play a lot better than I think than um than what's it called than, than the Chiefs. I just I don't know. I I, I just really think that Dallas is going to pull this one out and I think if Dallas wins this big against them um it it's it's a statement game so yeah give me give me Dallas to win this you know if you would have told me that you could predict that Dallas would have a winning record right now you know what I would say to you I predict you look like a dumbass. Oh, yeah, that already happened. Yeah. <laughs> Dallas is playing well. I don't know. It's going to be hard because Kansas City put up points and Dallas put up points. This is going to be a shootout game. So, but I think Dallas is going to edge it out by one point. So give me Dallas over Kansas City. I can't believe I'm doing that. But give me Dallas over Kansas City, 45-44. Wow, the Beavis one. That That is probably the best one yet, Brandon. I love it. And for that reason, I'm going to join you in picking Dallas on the road. Kansas City, their defense is bad. They're just bad. And that's what it comes down to. I think Dallas's defense will just make one more play to help them win on the road. Um, so give me Dallas on the road against the Chiefs. And uh, the over-under of 56, slightly the under. I know these two have good offenses. 
but 56 is a lot of points. But I'll join you guys. I'll take Dallas as well. Now to Sunday night football. We have our Steelers, our disappointing Steelers on the road against the L.A. Chargers. The over-under at 47. Right now, Chargers are six-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Shout-out to my buddy Dylan. He will be at the game out in L.A. rooting for the Steelers. But, Brandon, can the Steelers bounce back against this uh, pretty good Chargers team? Okay. Oh, boy. Here's my thought process about this. Because I, I think my I think my son telepathic, telepathically just heard us talking about this game and he's crying his eyes out. Uh, rumor has it Claypool and Ben were limited in practice. That was the rumor. Mason is taking reps as if he's playing. I don't know what to believe right now. I don't think Ben is playing this week. And because he might not be, I hate to do this. I'm going to have to go with the Chargers. And I hate saying that. If Ben was playing, it'd be a different story. But if he's not, I'm going with the Chargers. Maybe Ben, you can per- maybe Ben, you can persuade me to go another way. The only way I'll know I'll go another way is if we find out Roethlisberger is going to be playing Sunday night. If he's not, I'm going with the Chargers, and I'm going with a score 31-24 because or 31-17 because I don't think Pittsburgh is going to put up uh, any more points if Mason Rudolph is 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 back at the helm running the ship. Yeah, uh, man, I don't know. It's you just don't. I don't know, man. It's it's tough being a Steelers fan because you just never know what Steelers team they're gonna get, and that's that's what I hate about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, because honestly, well, they can come out this week and play a good Chargers team and win by ten because that's just the Steelers fucking way, man. Sorry for my language, but. Uh, I am going to go with the Chargers. I'm going to go with the Chargers right now. I just don't – I don't see Pittsburgh winning this one. Um, like Brandon said, though, if Ben is in the lineup and you also add Chase Claypool in there, they're not huge factors. They're just better factors than what we have starting. I will probably text Ben and tell him to change my pick to the Steelers because I cannot go against them. But right now, I am going with the Chargers. Ben Roethlisberger or not, I think the Chargers win. I think this team's got a lot of talent with Herbert, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen. I think that really helps them out. The Steelers are just, they're just lucky in my opinion. And I don't think that luck will help them defeat this Chargers team in LA. So for that reason, Ben or not, give me the Chargers to win this one. I would say that they don't cover the six and a half. The Steelers will, but the over under at 47, I'd slightly play the under, but I am picking the Chargers as well. Monday night football, Tampa Bay looking to bounce back against the New York Giants team 
Coming off the bye, they're hoping to have Saquon Barkley finally back. Tampa Bay, 10.5-point favorites at home. The over-under at 49.5. Garrett, is there any way that the Giants win this one? No, I, I think I think Tampa Bay bounces back and just demolishes uh, the Giants. Um, I just – I don't know. I just don't – I don't see them – I don't see Brady allowing that to happen again. Um, because the Giants' defense isn't anything spectacular, and their offense is, eh, you know, um, I don't, I it, that they, Tampa Bay does have a really good front front seven. Um, so honestly, uh, I don't see Saquon getting many yards on them. I think if he's going to get most of his yards, it's going to be from re- the receiving end, just because Tampa Bay's re- uh, defensive backs aren't that great. Uh, so you're not going to run the ball very well against um, Tampa Bay, but passing wise, you might have a chance. But still, I don't, I don't see the Giants beating Tampa Bay at all this week. Okay, the question was, are is will the Giants win this game? That's just a that's not just a note. That is an emphatic. Oh no. Yeah. Now the storm took everything. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Bishop. Ah, I think Tampa Bay is gonna mollywop these guys. I'm going with a score of 41 to 10. I agree. Saquon Barkley or not, it doesn't matter. Tampa Bay and Tom Brady is not going to let the Giants uh win this one or lose two in a row. So uh, I like Tampa Bay. They got that loss out of that their system. They're back home. Big win. They cover the 10 and a half. They win the over-under at 49 and a half. The under, and that is history. So that is our week 11 picks. Let us know what you think. You can follow us on social media, rm underscore fantasy football on Instagram. And you can find our podcast anywhere you pretty much listen to podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts. Roastmasters Fantasy Football, as well as on Google Podcasts, Spotify, etc. Just search for us and we'll be there. Hopefully you guys do well in week 11. Again, my locks are the under in both the San Fran Jacksonville game, the, Jet, the Jets Dolphins game, Green Bay minus one and a half, Tennessee minus 10. I like those bets this week for locks. Hopefully we can win you some money. Uh, So before we leave, Garrett, it's been a hot minute. So why don't you sign us out? Oh, man. All right. For a love that is all holy, Pittsburgh, you you tied last week. Do not, do not let us down this week, even though you probably will. Amen.